Welcome into episode 12 of the podcast. Um, this episode is brought to you by Red Hoof Apparel. Go check them out at redhoofapparel.com and make sure you guys head on over to our Twitter account. Scroll down till you find the pinned tweet and you will follow the directions in that tweet and you'll be entered to win a free hat from Red Hoof Apparel of your choosing. And uh, then you'll... We'll announce the winner pretty soon. Not much time left in that one, so you're gonna wanna go do yeah. that ASAP. So, yeah, we're doing that like a we got their three episode little stint here, and at the end of that, mm-hmm. then we're gonna announce a winner uh, next could week. Be you next week. Today's the could be you 18th. unless you didn't ever retweet it. Which come on now. Yeah, make sure you follow us, follow Red yeah. Hoof Apparel, and give it a retweet. Share it with your friends, and who doesn't like free stuff, especially if especially when those sick hats. I mean, yeah, they're pretty sweet. I'm gonna make a burner pretty account sweet. and enter, and then we'll see what happens. Maybe I'll just win it. Yeah, I'm just yeah. Kidding. I, I, sec- uh, I wouldn't do that. I, no, I secretly did enter from my personal <laughs> accounts. <laughs> oh. One that you guys don't know. So, Saucy. Yeah. Fingers anyway. crossed. Anyway, this is, this man. This this episode is for. This one is dedicated to our original listeners from the very beginning because this is one that they will definitely enjoy. This is classic oh classic boy. us <laughs> yeah oh old mikey boy we got a little we had a few beers in the making of this one so i warned some people on twitter buckle up buckle up i think you guys will you'll, you'll enjoy it it's what you're you'll here for it. everybody really. will enjoy but it listeners some things old some things i maybe regret saying but you know, I almost tried to guilt Garrett into like redoing a part of it, and he's like, "I'll oh, just roll with it; it'll be fine." So, yeah. If you super hate something I say, I'm not that sorry. But <laughs> you'll enjoy it. We're gonna talk anyway. about. We're gonna fire it off. If if you're if you're a Blake Shelton fan, you're not gonna like the first part. Um, yeah, that's true. <laughs> or you will. It's pretty funny. So it's funny. It's fine. We'll talk about it's your all, boy Blake. It's all in good fun. All in good fun, Blake. If you're listening, come on and defend yourself, please. We'd love it. Um, second yeah. part of the episode, we're kind of going to define for you guys what country music is for us, um, because I don't think that's something that we spent enough time on yet. Um, our own opinions on it, so we really kind of lay down our boundaries in the second yeah. part of the episode, and then we finish things off with the top five, as per usual. Yeah. Um, haven't done yeah, one, done one of those in a while this time. It's yeah. Like a- like the worst of the worst offenders and it kind of flows into the what do we call country music because we kind of talk about like a a wall being there like are you on the good side of the wall are you on the bad side of the wall and uh we kind of talk about who's close to it who's on either side and and then who's on the the furthest farthest part away of the bad side of the wall um 
so stay tuned for that that's that's mm. some fun fun little little chat. yeah yeah fun episode coming up make sure like i said make sure you guys get entered up in the contest on twitter with red hoof apparel check that out and we are going to kick things off with uh a tune from Kelsey Walden, and this is the title track off of her latest album. This one's called White Noise, White Lines.
We just blessed your eardrums with the sound of Kelsey Walden's White Noise and White Lines. And that one, of course, is the title track off of her 2019 release, as I said. And uh, yeah, welcome in. We're, we live, baby. Yeah, welcome on in to, to our, what, 12th episode now? 12th episode? Uh, yeah, 12th episode. Unreal. Unreal. Wow. You're still listening to us? That's got to be. You're, you guys are still, for those of you who have troopers. stuck with us the entire time. Troopers. Thank you. Thank you. But yeah, how about that Kelsey Walden there? That's a, she, she's really up and coming and got some really good stuff out. So glad, Absolutely. glad, glad to get to play some of her stuff today for you to listen yep. to. It's going to be awesome. Um, One of my favorites for sure. Not, not even close. She's, I'm listening to her like every day. She's, she is awesome. Yeah, and talk talk about awesome. Uh, someone on Twitter tagged me the other day in this this picture that that was not awesome, not awesome at all. In fact, what it what was, was that Mike? It, it was a picture. It was a picture of uh, a crowd of about thirty people gathered around some stage in Florida, uh-huh. I think, and it was it was Pitbull, like oh, you know, God. like Dolly, ha. Mr. 305, like, Pitbull. <laughs> Mr. 305. Mr. 305 himself, making a song. Is that what he says? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, with, uh, I think he calls himself a bunch of shit. I thought yeah, it was Mr. Worldwide. I could have been wrong. But he was making, <laughs> guess who he was making a song with, Garrett? You'll never, you'll never believe um, it. Do I have to guess? No, I mean, you don't, don't have, have to, to guess. I mean, I yeah, I don't know, man. It was uh, tell us. It was Blake Shelton. No, it wasn't. It was, dude. Like, remember, like mullet nice. flying, old red Austin Blake Shelton. Yeah, yeah, that, that Blake, guy, the, that Blake the country Shelton. singer. I thought he was. I thought oh. he was a country singer. Oh, right. That was. That was a long time, many moons ago. Many moons ago, in a far away place, Blake Shelton was a country singer. With an awesome mullet, <laughs> singing, singing Austin, <laughs> talking about his, his, his bloodhound, and how he sicked them to get sicked them on each other to get to escape prison. You know, real true, awesome, awesome stories. And and here he is, um, mm-hmm. pumping up a crowd of thirty people with Pitbull for a music video. So like, so did like. Is that a thing? Is that like a song that people are listening to now? Is that real? Or uh, is, it, is, it, is it yet to come? I can't vouch for the fact that people are listening to it. In fact, my first instinct was to say, I, I hope I never get to see this video. Um, but it turns out the video is actually out. Oh, good. And uh, I know I said I never wanted to see it. But right before we came on air here, I watched it. Well, that's that's unfortunate. I watched it. Well, it's unfortunate for me. I I had Garrett on the line, so I made him kind of listen to it too, and it took him about seven seconds. He's like, "Stop it! Turn that off!" And Please. I, just, yeah, I let it play for like another thirty seconds or so, just to ruffle some feathers. But no, no, I was just I was just playing. I did unfortunately have to listen to it with you, and it is fucking awful. So, like the yeah, whole the whole concept. To all of you listening out there. The whole concept is just bad enough, right? Blake Shelton and yeah, Pitbull, I mean, yeah. like the whole concept yeah, is don't terrible. Do that. The song, the <sighs> don't song, do that. by the way, is called "Get Ready." Mm. 
Oh, you didn't tell me the name of it. There, it's called <laughs> Get Ready, and and this might be the worst, the worst fucking thing of the whole dilemma. Is it's called Get Ready, uh, and Get Ready is in replace of the words Black Betty from the song right. Black Betty. Yeah, yeah. What'd you do that for, Pitbull and or Blake Shelton? Like, whatever idea that was. What? What is? What are they trying to do here? Outside of piss people off, like. Uh, they're taking two people who do not have anything in common. Well, if that if that was their goal, then they achieved it because oh, I mean, it pissed yeah. me off, kind of. Like let's <laughs> let's not just remake Black Betty into some beachside rap bullshit <laughs> half half it was, half it was Spanish half country sound. song that's not even. I mean, like it's basically a pitbull song with girls dancing around in cowboy hats and Blake Shelton trying to rap with pitbull. Yeah, that's that's the last thing we need at this point. Over I mean, Black it's, Betty. it's bad enough we got to see that guy's face all the time on, on Twitter and stuff because he's on The Voice. Like, like if I was on The Voice and he turned his chair around to me, can you like can you like turn around back and be like no? That's I mean that that's would be gotta be an option. Right? That guy, if I had to work with that guy. Yeah, that's gotta be an option. Um, I don't know. Bad enough yeah. we have to look at him all the time though because of that. And now he's gonna go rapping. I mean, yeah, you know, you you know we're we're straight out of that dirty south, dirty roads. Nobody got no money. Got them shined up pickup trucks, whistling at all them honeys. That's a real Blake Shelton lyric. Oh, it wasn't over. We ain't leaving here till we're straight out of cold beer, cold beer. Mm. Mm, That's a good one. That's a good one there, Blake poetic at a, at a dolly at the end of that and you got yourself a song with pitbull you know yeah yeah what's he do the little thing i can't roll my eyes but that little thing yeah yeah i'm not gonna even attempt that <laughs> for the sake of some people that are listening to this found my you know my personal accounts there's no no chance i'm gonna try to roll my r's here <laughs> yeah i can't do it if, if i could i would definitely fucking I would definitely rock the fuck out of that, but yeah. I can't, and I'm not going to pretend like I can. I mean, I just proved it, but yeah, it's bad. Hey, Gary, um, you you find the spot, I'll find the money. You be pretty and I'll be funny. You plant flowers, I'll plant kisses. Baby, let's get right down to business. Um, Mr. 305! Yeah. <laughs> also a Blake Shelton lyric. Yeah. Um, that's real. That's a real thing that was yes. said in a so-called country song. Just well, the most I mean, cliche goddamn bullshit of, of all time. Trucks yeah. and beer and honey. Yeah. That's terrible. Oh, I, man, I got I got a good one for you. Oh, yeah? How about, how about for cliches? Talking about girls, talking about trucks. Guess what else? Running them red dirt roads, kicking up dust. Also... A real Blake Shelton lyric. You know, when when people go to make fun of Mr. country Worldwide. music, Mr. Worldwide, Mr. <laughs> when people make fun of country music, that's what they make fun of country music for. Like that's people who don't listen to country it, music, they're like pickup trucks, cold beer, and kicking up dust. Like that is why people yeah. make fun of country music, and that all that of his songs is what gives it a bad a bad rep. That that's all his songs are about. Yeah, except for this yeah, one. You're right. 
She's turning me on, turning me on. Oh, God. She's turning me on, turning me on. Turning me on, turning me on. Turning me on, turning me on. Is that... Turning me, turning me, turning me. (laughs) Turning me, turning me on. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Um... Turning me, turning me, turning me, turning me, turning me on. Ooh, ooh, ooh. That's like, that's like four. Turning me, turning me, turning me, turning me, turning me on, turning me on. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay, wait, are are you repeating that or is that like, that's actually how it goes? No, you just kept interrupting me. That's, I read it straight off of the lyrics here. That's, that's, that's how it goes. That whole thing was right. in order of his song. I read it and you just, you know, I paused for a dramatic effect and you just kept interrupting right. these, the story mm-hmm. that I was telling of Blake's. Right. Yeah. 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 So. A true storyteller. Yeah. So you guys don't. You know, keep a tissue close in this episode. So we're, we're dropping yeah, some lines. Yeah, if you keep coming at us with some heavy, some heavy shit like that, then this might be a long one, a tearjerker for sure. Yeah. Um, how how about how about this one, man? How about uh, there ain't nothing wrong, just getting on your hillbilly bone, ba bone, ba bone, bone. What is he talking about? What does he want us to does, know about his does, hillbilly bone? Does he even know? Does he even know? I don't know. That's probably the thing. Not. Benefit of the doubt, he probably didn't even write these songs. He didn't write that. Yeah. No, he didn't write that. He's just to his credit, I guess. You know, people. Always, I mean, yeah. I mean, good for him. He didn't write it, but I mean, who would agree to it? Right. You know, people always who knock. Is, oh, that, this guy didn't write their own their own songs. You know, like that's always a knock on people. But for Blake Shelton, it's kind of like. At least you didn't write it. Didn't At least you didn't that. do that. Like you, you sang it or rapped it or talked it or whatever you're doing, but uh, whatever you didn't write it. Did. So I guess a half a half a point to you there, Blake. <laughs> half a point. Half that that's that's awfully generous. So, hey Romeo, let's go down to Mexico and chase senoritas, drink ourselves silly, show them Mexican girls a couple real hillbillies. Got a pocket full of cash and an old Ford truck. A fuzzy hat canin. Oh, no, a fuzzy cat hanging from the mirror for luck. Yeah. Right. That's a good one. Oh, I've, I've missed a part. Want, want Playboys of the Southwestern World. I think that's the name of the song. Something about Playboys. Mm. Yeah. Playboys. Old Blake. Right. Right on, right on, right on, brother. I mean, that's something. Oh, how about my personal favorite? This is this is by far. This is this one's incredible. Yeah. Red, 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 Uh-oh. red, red, red. Is this a Taylor Swift song? Red, red, redneck. Not immediately, but closely followed by. Chew tobacco, chew tobacco, chew tobacco, and then guess what? Oh, you spit, spit. That's, you that's swallow. I mean, Blake, you're like 
another incredible. What, 45 years old, swallow the two. A like, wordsmith, a if there bit. ever was one. Like, unbelievable. Yeah, I, I don't know. How does he come up with this stuff? Talk about, oh, hold on. Oh, here we go. Talk about, like, the, the selling to the darty crowd. You know, like the day drinking college kids. Picking them mm. floaters from the ice tub, sipping them suds, sipping them suds, hanging with my buds. Speaking of buds, who's got the light? I'll be, 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 be buzzing. Be, 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 be buzzing. Why do all the songs have repetitive nonsense in them? I don't know, man. When, when we decided to I, do this bit, like... Like, oh yeah, we'll dig into Blake Shelton songs and just pick like pick the worst. Literally, I think I worst one. There was not a single song I clicked on that uh, did not make my cut. <laughs> it was pretty easy. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about you, but the boys around here <laughs> are sick of listening to this shit. Okay. <laughs> Stop. Nice pun. Yeah. yeah. Well, fuck. I mean, come on, man. Hey, Garrett. Garrett, check this That's one. Enough. Check, check, check this one out. Blake Shelton has. Oh, I can't wait. He has a song. Blake Shelton has a song uh-huh. titled "Good right. Good Country Music." Or no, sorry, "Good Country Song." Well, first of all, what a fucking clever title. And second of all, I doubt it. No, no, I read the lyrics. It can't be good. I would. I didn't. My, no, my, no way. Dude, I'm still recovering from listening to that uh, awful take on Ram Jam song from Pitbull and Blake Shelton. I couldn't put my ears through another song called Good Country Song written by Blake Shelton. Well, probably not written, but... Well, probably not written. Performed. I didn't, I didn't listen to it, but I just think it's very ironic. He's got a, a song called Good Country Song. Like, hey, I've been trying for decades since my first album to write a good country song, so I'm just going to call it that. And maybe that'll change things. I don't, fuck, dude, I don't know. This is the one. I'm feeling it. This is going to be my the, my biggest hit ever. When, what, what should we name it? How about a good, co- How about good country, country song? How about a good country song? Oh. Good country song. That'll appeal to the yeah. masses. No, no one could call it a bad country ones, song if it's a good country song. Especially the ones who can barely read. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, clever marketing strategy call it good country song i love it you know what we should just fucking change the name of this this should be good good podcast good country music podcast that's a good idea there there that's a good idea blake or uh, uh everybody Garrett. i'll put up an ad on instagram everybody listen to the good country music podcast yeah you know if we say if we title it that it's gotta be good I'm gonna change my Twitter account to good Twitter account. Yeah, it's gonna be fucking. It's gonna be. It, I'd say it's gonna be great, but it's not. It's gonna be good it's, as advertised. <laughs> it's got, it can't be great. Yeah, that's false advertising. It's just good. That's right. All right. Um. Christ. All right. Yeah. You have any more jokes in that? Well, I don't know. I've 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 worn myself. I've I've. I think we've given Blake Shelton enough attention for one episode, even if it is negative. Um, oh well, I I so do that, I do have one. I mean, we I have one more good oh, one. Oh, you got one more. Dude, you got one more. Go ahead. I feel so bad about like I feel like we attacked Blake Shelton here, and it was it was provoked with him doing a song with Pitbull. 
But, and ruining Black Betty, who does that? But, you know, I I think he still could be a good guy. Last week we talked to Garrett, or Grady, about, That's right, about yeah. you know, these, these bad country music singers that are actually good people. So, right. I want to give him right. the benefit of the doubt that he actually is a good guy, and maybe he has some morals. So I'm going to read this next lyric of his that just to to smooth things out with Blake so he doesn't hate us too much. So that Okay. Uh this one goes I know we'll both remember sowing oats at cotton picking time. We're sowing oats at cotton picking time. Cotton picking, cotton picking, cotton picking, cotton picking time. Blake Shelton. What why? <sighs> okay. All right, we're good. we're gonna we're gonna call it there. Call it call it there. Is that <laughs> it? We've gone too far, it. have we? In what universe is that? Yeah, I mean, anyway, everything everything All Blake right. does is now personal because he's Eskimo Bros with Evan Felker, and you know you just hate to see it. You hate to see someone doing this stuff, and you know they're so close to like real good music, and they're just. <clears throat> I don't know. Okay. I don't know. That's enough. Is that yeah. enough? I think that's enough. That's good. That's more than enough. More, than, more enough. than enough. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> so we, I, yeah, we decided we'd we'd start off with some some current events. The first of which was Blake Shelton and Pitbulls, whatever that is. And uh, so that that was we we decided to to finish off our little current events. I mean, wasn't too too in-depth but some good news we got good news hand, oh um, thank god yeah we do have good news in the, we have good news and not only good news we have some real country music news uh tyler childers's feathered indians recently just went certified gold which means of course that it sold five hundred thousand copies i believe i think that is right that. i think that 500, is right five hundred thousand copies it went gold Tyler Childers. So yeah, that's that's a big deal because for obvious reasons. Yeah. Because I mean, it's a fantastic song by a artist who's absolutely making fucking waves in the country music world as a whole. Not even in our little section of the of the universe here. So yeah, that's a big deal. I just, I, and I was, I just, I was pretty happy to see that. I just think it says so much about a lot of things because. You know, you still you walk down the street, and if you ask ten country, ten people who say they're country music fans, most of them do not know who Tyler Childers even is. You know, he he he's made a huge push recently. More and more people do know who he is and listen to his music regularly. I I just seen a video of Kid Rock and John Daly jamming out to Tyler Childers on some. Yeah, bus. that was cool. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen that too. Yeah, but you know he. He's still relatively so unknown, not played on the radio, and he has a, a platinum, a platinum song, or not a platinum song, a gold song. Um, Five hundred thousand people bought it. You know, down like that's it's not just listened to; it's they paid for that song, and that's yeah. I mean, it's just crazy. Yeah, it's just a, it's just a fucking, it's just a good little time to celebrate if you are in our little corner of the country music world because. Obviously, it's somebody that we've all been listening to and uh, 
pushing for quite some time now. It's just good to see him see him get that kind of recognition and and have that kind of success on a on a bigger scale. So absolutely, it's a good sign and uh, good news for the world of good country music as a whole. So yeah, good stuff. So we wanted to kind of end our little negativity session about Blake Shelton, excuse me, with uh, with something good. So yeah, there you have That's it. That's definitely a good and, thing. Uh, as we said off the top there, you heard Kelsey Walden to kick things off, and we are so happy to uh, finally get a chance to play her on the podcast here. I have been pushing for that one for quite some time. But we do have another artist today, and you'll be hearing more from Kelsey later. Oh, yeah. But we do have another artist to feature today, and I'm going to let Mike introduce him. Okay, so this guy. Um, I, I think the first time I heard heard from him, he was, he was opening up for a, a turnpike. And uh, he, he's, an, he's also an Oklahoma boy, so that makes it pretty cool, too. And... Most of you hope, probably have heard of him, so that that's also a really good thing. But his name's John Moreland, and he just came out with an album like a month ago called LP Five. Oh, yeah, it was, it was his first album in for a while, or um, so it was really good to see. And it was, I think it was produced by Dave Cobb. I don't know, maybe I shouldn't have said that, but I think it was. No, God, that might not be right. There's a lot of people in on writing it. I know that's you, for sure. You can check. You can check it over the break, and I'll check it over the break. I don't think get get back to it. That us might not be right, but there's so many people that that kind of came together to put together this uh, John Moreland album, uh, LP five, this brand new one, and we're actually going to make you wait uh, to listen to that until the last last song of of the episode. We're gonna make you wait. So um, we're gonna we're gonna play here in the middle one of my my favorite songs um of his which is uh you don't care enough for me to cry and again this is just one of those songs where you just listen to the story listen to the words he has to say drift off to his finger picking drift off to everything you know the whole feng shui of the song but just it, it is a very touching song it's awesome if you know sometimes it'll just come on and you, you really need it most so uh really hang on to this one don't just you know hey i'm playing it it's playing i'm here listen to the story behind this one you don't care enough for me to cry by john moreland um enjoy it <laughs> from your mountain Oh, I miss your holy shouting These days I can't make you make a sound but Take me to the times when we look up to the skies and climb up there and draw the thunder down Now I'm forcing myself into 
what you've already been through But darling, I can't help the way I feel And you need something stronger A drug to kill the hunger And ease the awful pain of living here Well, I'm the kind of love it hurts to look at Maybe we should take it as a sign When I'm strung out on leaving Exalting all my demons And you don't care for me enough to cry dreamt I'd take you with me And you'd say you'd forgive me And we'd live out some easy ancient song Now where I unattended In splendid love's remembrance You lost the mind to even do me wrong And I'm the kind of love it hurts Once I was enough to make you try Now I'm underneath the rubble Trying not to feel the trouble And you don't care for me enough to cry Red Hoof Apparel. We'd like to thank our sponsor over at Red Hoof Apparel for uh, this uh, this week's episode of the podcast. They're your modern-day supplier of quality Western apparel. Be sure to check them out on Instagram and go over to their website at red, redhoofapparel.com. And, uh, of course, their Instagram is redhoof underscore apparel. They just dropped hoodies the other day. So that's, Did they really? That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, cool. And, uh, of course, to go along with their badass hats. So uh, go, get, go get them while they're hot. And uh, we welcome you back in to this episode of the podcast after hearing our first one from John Moreland today. 
And uh, again, thanks so much to our sponsor over at Red Hoof Apparel. Be sure to go check them out, guys. Yeah, that's cool. I didn't realize they they had officially dropped the hoodies yet, so I will definitely have to. Go yeah, check they that dropped out. the hoodies. They're nice. They're very nice. All right, all right. I was I was checking them out. Sweet. Yeah, definitely. So, and then yeah, you just listened to anyway. You, so so Dave or uh, Mike, Mike, what did you ever figure out about the whole Dave Cobb? Situation? Oh, I messed it up. I knew I did as soon as I said it. Um, did you? Matt Pence. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, Matt Pence was the producer on LP Five, John Moreland's new album. Um. But Matt Pence is, uh, you might know, not know the name, but he, he's in on a lot of stuff. He, he's produced for Jason Isbell uh, and Nick, Nicky Lane, just, just to name a few. He's, he's big up in there um, and a really good producer. So um, overall, a well-put-together album. Uh, definitely goes out of John Moreland's comfort zone um, on a few songs. But overall, I mean, it's still a an awesome album and, and worth it you know like hey you tried something new here um so if you like it you like it if you don't you don't yeah but he's still john moreland but yo give it a yeah, listen that yeah. kind of just goes just goes back to that i mean and the artist is allowed to you know explore different different interests yeah. and uh things that they might want to mix into their already established sound right on right on um, but yeah Sounded good. Um, what we're what we're going to talk about in this segment? Yeah, that's kind of a good good little uh, good little gateway into our next yeah. topic here. So it's this is something we've wanted to like kind of go at for a little while since. Uh, I mean, this is actually what is if this is number twelve. This is the first episode in like seven episodes now since number four if I'm not wrong, that we've actually been just the two of us. Oh, yeah. Other than that, we've had a guest, so, I mean, you're welcome. You guys haven't had to fucking listen to us talk out of our ass for an hour and a half for quite some time, but we're back, and we got a lot of stupid shit to say. No, I'm just kidding. We've already said so much stupid shit, man. I mean, we've already said so much stupid shit. I mean, we probably got it out of our system now, but... Maybe. Um... Yeah, anyway, this is this is something we want to talk about for a while, just simply because, I mean, it, it kind of keeps coming up in different different ways. Um, not always the same way, but kind of just coming up in different fashions when we have guests on. Um, and especially last week with, with uh, Grady. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, we, we wanted to talk about just like, because I don't think we ever laid out for you guys, our listeners, what like what country music really is to me and then of course to Mike. Right. So we kind of, we kind of took a little while, like a couple of days and just kind of tried to, I mean, I guess not a couple of days last night yeah. and kind of tried to just kind of try to just like, it. it's impossible to fucking define. Of course. Right. I mean, I don't think there's any one person. I don't care if you're us sitting here talking or somebody who's, been in the industry their entire lives i don't know if there's a good way to summarize it and actually def- uh, like i don't know if there's a, a concrete definition for it that's going to be right for everybody because it, it's going to mean something else to every single person who listens i mean yeah that's that's music but we're gonna try to like outline the best we can anyway um what what it means to us and what where we kind of where we kind of 
set our boundaries around it, I guess. Yeah. I I guess what's so important about this is all the like middle ground mainstream artists that like you're not so sure on. Like, are they pop country? Are they not? Should I like this? Should I not like this? You know, like Luke Combs. Luke Combs comes to mind quite a bit. Uh, As, yeah. Mm. Is he country? Is he not? And and that's why we're we're trying to tell you, I guess, kind of our criteria. I mean, it's not like we're the tell all, be yeah, all. Yeah, we're no authority. Right. We're no authority on the subject. I mean, we just <laughs> we're not saying you you have to fucking decide based on what we say. But I mean, just so then so then when you're listening to this podcast you understand where we're coming from kind of i guess because yeah like everybody i don't care i don't care if anybody who listens to this podcast enjoys a fucking a luke bryan song to be perfectly honest with you, it doesn't affect my life whatsoever right <laughs> and nobody we're not going to sit here and tell you what's right and what's wrong that's for you to decide but well, just so then you're not sitting here and wondering what well. we think I mean, yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's not the point, but I mean, I mean, we can't, we can't control what you like and what you don't yeah. like, but we are going to tell you what, what we feel anyway, because I feel like it's come up a few times with guests and yeah. it's probably to the point where like people are listening to this, we're 12 episodes in and they're like, these guys never really did tell us what they think about it because we've spent yeah. so much time visiting with other people and we talked about supporting live music we talked about some i can't remember the other subject right now but uh we just haven't covered it yet it's just not something we've actually like took time and and actually tried to to put our thumb on so yeah yeah exactly like exactly that and yeah it's hard one of the reasons why we haven't like tried to sit down and do this is it it is hard to talk about it's hard to define because there's so much gray areas it's really what it is is it's a spectrum of it's just a spectrum from the poppiest of the pop country to the twangy old traditional country that that we all grew up on you know there's such a spectrum between there and it's like where where do you draw the line you know like it it reminds me of like a PETA billboard uh that has like all these all, (laughs) all these animals up on it you know, and it starts. It starts with like a dog and a cat, and like, uh, uh and like a oh horse. God, okay. Then, then, then after after the horse, is is a chicken or something like that. It's like, where do you draw the line for food or pet? It's like right, right about between the horse and the chicken. You know, <laughs> probably right fucking right, there. right about there. <laughs> Uh, so I mean, I feel like that's what we're trying to do, but it's it's just not that easy. (laughs) No, if it were that, I mean, if it were that easy, we'd, this wouldn't really be a conversation. If we could just draw a line and say, this is country and this is not, then I mean, what are we doing here? But, um, (laughs) I wish it were that easy. I wish it were that easy. Don't, don't eat your dog. But it's definitely not. Yeah. So we're going to talk about like, what's a dog? So what's what you're horse? saying is we're gonna try to figure out, yeah, what's a dog and what's a horse and what's, what's a, a chicken? <laughs> what's a chicken? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> right. That oh, wow. makes sense to me. I don't know. Do you, does it make sense to you guys? Yeah. No, I got you. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. So. All right. 
<laughs> How do we even start this? Um, uh, well, um, man, I mean, what do you want to start? Do you want I, to give your thoughts? Do you want me to kind of? I can give. give I can give a little bit of what's going through my head. I know. I think you have it a all little right, well right, put together. Ahead. I'll just start it with like what's going through my head you initially, which is a lot Do of it. things like what is Americana, how, what Americana artists are country artists should be country artists and which ones are not, and it's such a, there's it, such a, weird definition of Americana that like, it's really hard to put a finger on. Another thing that I am torn. Yeah, Amer- Americana, if it was on that spectrum, would not be a dog or a ca- or a cat or a horse or a chicken or a cow or whatever. Right. It would be. I don't even know if it would be an animal. On the it'd be list, like it'd be like a raccoon. It'd be like a raccoon. Itself. Honestly, like, I mean, you can eat, like yeah, people eat yeah. raccoons. I've eaten, I've eaten, I've ate a raccoon can before, a raccoon? but like also some Maybe. people keep raccoons as pets. Okay, people, nobody nobody does that. Yeah, they, what? And maybe in Canada, raccoons as pets. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. All the time, people keep raccoons as Fuck pets. No, here. Yeah. no, they don't. Yes, they do. No, they don't. Have you ever been to Missouri? I no. Uh, no, I one. No, I have not. And two, I I highly doubt they have raccoon pets. <laughs> the Hamers, my neighbors growing up, dude. They had they had a pet raccoon. I think his name was Charlie. Anyways, it's a gray <laughs> right, area. Man. It's okay, a gray right. area. Right, another gray right. area. <laughs> okay. Another <laughs> Okay. <laughs> move on. We're another gray on. area is bluegrass. You know, bluegrass. Like, is bluegrass country or is it bluegrass? You know, like, do, can it segue over? Yeah. Like, Billy, Billy Strings. Like, I love Billy Strings. I want to share a lot that, of Billy Strings. That is one country? I, it's really hard to say. Yeah. So we're going to dig into that. That one I feel like has more of a, more of a, more of an identity than American. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you know bluegrass when you like hear bluegrass. bluegrass you know what, yeah, you know the, the bluegrass sound. Like, you know what that is. I mean, and I, and I think it is, like, kind of like a subgenre exactly. of country yeah, music. A, it is. It's a country music subgenre. You're exactly right. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Um. But, yeah. Yeah, we can kind of, we'll get into that. Uh, I think the Americana one's, like, like, I had, that one's so tough, because I, I think I flip back, flip-flop back and forth, like, all the time on this because you have you have artists that will and i'm it's tough because i and i mean i think i've asked a few different artists on here now what they would call themselves and i think it really comes down to like it's tough as a fan to say what you think americana is and like and try to like paint it for yourself because like Excuse me. Some 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 artists might reject that, like Tyler Childers, for example, in his speech at the Americana Awards, kind of reject that label and say it's a hindrance to country music as a as a whole. Which I I don't. And then you have some art, and I don't disagree with that. And that's I think I felt that way for a long time after seeing that. I was like, fuck yeah, like he's totally right. You know what I mean? But I don't. I don't know if I can totally like totally put all my eggs in that basket anymore why simply because like because some artists some artists don't want to be country artists they might have a country sound but they might have so many influences from other genres they call themselves americana artists you know that's kind of like they're like this is something that like 
accepts all of my different influences and all of like the sounds that go into my music so that's what i am i'm an americana artist and i i, I get that yeah I, it makes sense to me you know it's it's kind of more to me about like what the artist wants to call themselves as opposed to like me sitting here and saying that's americana or that's country music you know it's- but I, I i also that's that's what i mean i flip-flop on this so much because i totally agree with it it is a discra excuse me a, a distraction to the overall like well being of country music. If all these country artists who are being just shoved into Americana, like for example, like just kind of put yeah. there by other people, and they call themselves country artists, they make country music that's distinctively country music. And they're just getting shoved over into Americana because they're not getting played on mainstream country radio. That's when I have a problem. That's yeah. where I start to like get in that Tyler Childers. That's, that's where we kind of disagreed. Get on that bandwagon. That's where we disagreed you know? with Grady last week was, you know, uh, of just the, the negative effect of accepting Americana for these country artists. It's yeah. Like how detrimental that really is to people who are country music artists and get shoved shoved yeah. into Americana on unwillingly like that's where it becomes a huge issue yeah it's it's when it's uh, exactly it's when it's unwillingly when it's like becomes a big time problem if somebody's gonna say i'm an american artist then it's like okay well whatever that's what you are like that's what you want to identify as that's what you want to that's where you're you know that's where you're making your kind of claim to your own sound so okay like yeah okay i I just feel like for the most part what americana is is 99% 99% of the people in Americana as a genre are not willingly there, you know, like, yeah, no, it sure like, seems like that. It, 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 that's I why there's such, I that's totally why there's agree. such a sure, wide variety like of people in Americana, like, right. For fuck's sakes, a lot of people would consider Coulter Wall an Americana artist, not a country artist. Like that's the category he falls into, yeah, and it's which like, is you're outrageous. <laughs> and it's, rid- <laughs> it's ridiculous because I mean, the guy makes the most, I mean, he makes country fucking western music it's yeah, it's dude, country it's, music. it's old timey music it's old timey cowboy tales it's western and, music it's country music it's cowboy tunes it's and steel it's guitars fucking country just just the fact that he's not mainstream yeah and all of a sudden he falls into americana just doesn't make any sense americana no sense. yeah no ex- yeah exactly no i i i am with you on that a hundred percent um yeah. it's funny because i i, I actually googled because i was like what if you just fucking if you didn't know what the like what we're talking about right now and you didn't listen to country music you didn't listen to americana nothing and you were like what the fuck is americana i was like what what comes up if somebody just googles that for a definition and so i got two different answers here Hmm. i'll read them off to you um so wikipedia of course the most reliable of sources there is that's not true. Is it not? Are this is sure? what I got from Wiki- Wikipedia. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's not a scholarly source. Um, this is what it says. Americana, an amalgam of American music formed by the confluence of the shared and varied traditions that make up the musical eth- ethos? Ethos? E- uh, I forget. Ethos, I would, I'd imagine. Anyway, of the USA. Specifically, those sounds that are merged from folk, country, blues, R&B, rock and roll, gospel, and other external influences. So, 
I mean, technically, that's that and that argue that right there is like okay, I see what you're saying because, I mean, even somebody who's in, say, one of those other genres, blues, R&B, rock and roll, they might call themselves an R&B artist and be getting shuffled, like, just same thing, shoved into Americana by people, by, you know, forces that are not in their control right? just because they don't sound, they don't have, like, a classic R&B sound or, like, a a mainstream R&B sound. Like, Marcus King Band comes to mind. For something like that it's like far sure. cry from marcus yeah. king band to i mean and i don't know and i don't know what he would identify himself as i'd be very intrigued to find out because i would too i would too that's a good, good music but it's like he's, what what is it great. and the he's fact great. that you have to ask yourself what is yeah. it is it falls to americana by default yeah it's it seems like yeah you're right it seems like that's kind of how it goes if you have to even think for a half second what is this then it's just like oh it's americana right and then if you have to think to yourself, and then my, wow, this really sucks. Well, then yeah, it goes go to country. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 we're not, we're not, we're not going to muddy, we're not going to muddy country's waters here. <laughs> Did the Blake Shelton <laughs> thing? Think, not oh, this muddy. really sucks. If, the, <laughs> if you, no, 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 no. <laughs> if you think this really sucks, it's probably coming from country radio is what you meant to say. Oh, I'm calling. I'm I'm talking about what is considered country today. Yeah. No, Which okay, yes, I guess right. is confuse, is country country radio. People. Yeah. That's yeah. Okay. All right. And so then I got this other definition here that kind of like maybe changes my mind the other way then too. And this one's from the Americana Music Association. Um. Their definition, which you would think would be a little more well thought out, yeah, um, is as follows. Contemporary music that incorporates elements of various, mostly acoustic, American roots music styles, including country, roots rock, folk, gospel, and bluegrass, resulting in a distinctive roots-oriented sound that lives a world apart from the pure forms of the genre of which it may draw. Oh. That one is a very, that's, that's what way better, yeah. like way more clear to me. It really, yeah, that has a little bit of a, a little bit of meaning to it. So that's basically saying all those genres, bluegrass, country, blues, just, mm-hmm. If it you're just off, means that Americana is a melting pot. Yeah, it's a melting pot. Is what I got out of that. If, if you don't totally fit into those genres, you're Americana. Except for bluegrass, mm. I guess. Are they claiming all bluegrass artists as Americana? Yeah, that one's in there. Apparently, they're claiming bluegrass, yeah. too. But Which gets to something I, I kind of think. I disagree with that. I, bluegrass, but. I think bluegrass is, is country music. I mean. Oh, absolutely. I don't think there's any question about that. I mean, to me. No, anyway. I mean, it's. <laughs> I'll post a video of Billy Strings and people will be like, well, bluegrass or trampled by turtles. That's bluegrass. That's not country. It's like, well, it's pretty. It's, I think it's, I think it's good it? country. Like, the best musicianship comes from bluegrass. And I, I think it's. It's a subgenre of country. It's country it's, music. It's bluegrass, and I get that there's like. It's and a I distinct mean, you might sound, even, yeah. 
this would be a good discussion to have with a bluegrass artist too. Yeah. Um. So stay. We will. We will hook that right. up. We'll go but, after like Billy Strings or something like that. But like, yeah. But like, but yeah, blue. I mean, to me, again, this is all. This is all our opinions, but. To me, yeah, bluegrass is it's country music. That's what it is. And I mean, I understand there's traditions that are bluegrass traditions that might not apply to country music, or some people may not think that they apply to country music. But I, bluegrass is country music. Yeah, it is. Okay. I'm glad. I'm glad it's, you agreed with me because I was gonna fight you or argue with you if you didn't. Yeah. But. Yeah. No. I. I. It's country. Music. It's a subject. It's just a subgenre. Yeah, exactly. Which again isn't. He- which again is like confusing and like kind of contradicted contradictory to say too because it's the same thing as Americana. It's like oh, it's a subgenre. Well, doesn't that take away from the overall power of and of good country music too? Right. Yes and no, I guess. Like, not really because when a bluegrass song comes on, you know that shit's bluegrass. Yeah, I mean, but they you have, also they know have that the it's country music. There. They have the upright bass. They have the banjo. They have the singer playing rhythm guitar sometimes they have a steel guitar i mean they have they have the fiddle it's that's just the bluegrass ensemble and then they take turns soloing and it's awesome but who says that that's not country i don't know and it's awesome that's the main that's the main point of that little argument is it's fucking it is awesome, awesome. <laughs> but i don't know um, like the whole dilemma comes from it's like okay like tough. fucking dan and fucking shay is not country music and then, like, you look at, like, George Strait. Okay, no one's going to argue that George Strait is not country. Right? So you go on opposite ends of the spectrum here. And it's like, you work your way in to until you get to the Luke Combs, the Midlands, the John Parties. It's like, where is the line? And that's what's so hard to talk about. Where is the line? And I kind of made my stand on that last week. Like I said, I'll, I'll listen to any three of those guys. Right. If I walk into a bar or something and they've got country, air quotes, country music playing, and I'm hearing John Party or Luke Combs or Miranda Lambert or fucking uh, Midland, yeah. I'm not going to be offended. I'm going to be like, okay, like, this is not making my ears bleed, so I'm fine. Yeah, exactly. Matter of fact, Miranda Lambert, I particularly enjoy for the most part. Yeah. But, okay. like, like, I'm not going to be like, holy fuck, turn this off right now. Right. If I walk in and I hear Dan and Shay playing, I'm going to be like, I need to have a very strongly worded conversation <laughs> with whoever the fuck is in charge. Doesn't it right feel now. like a personal attack? <laughs> yeah, it, almost like when I'm in a place and they play something like that, it feels like a personal attack. Like My new favorite way to describe it who is like what this? Grady said was fucking, was it's offensive. Yeah. God. It's offensive to everybody's intelligence. Within hearing, within earshot, yeah. you are too stupid to listen to good music. That's what that's saying. That's what the message. That's that. That's the message. That's I sent. feel bad. I feel <laughs> I feel bad calling people who listen to that and call it country. Like someone who genuinely sits down and oh, loves Dan and Shay and goes, "Yes, they're no, the best no, country no. band." Like I feel so. I feel yeah, so it's terrible like calling thing. them like, it's "Hey, like, no, like you're no. you're dumb." Like. You're missing out. But at the same time, you I, might not. And that's the worst part. You might not be dumb. Maybe you're not dumb and you just I, don't I know I feel better. bad calling them, but it's like, oh my it's God. Like, uh, you're, 
you're missing so much here. Like something's I don't think you're dumb. I think you're just so much. overly ignorant, and and maybe just maybe you are dumb. I don't know. And I mean, this and I mean this can kind of lead into like the broader definitions of country music. Like country music is something that yes, like it's borrowed from other genres in the past, and it's gonna continue to do so. There's no denying that, and then there really isn't anything necessarily wrong with that. Yeah, there's yeah. not. But there has to be substance to it. There has to be something there. Country music has substance by by principle. Like, country music has substance. And to me, like, that can mean, even if it borrows from other genres, the blues. it means there's got to be, yeah. like, meaningful songwriting. There's got to be some, some, you know, well well put together, you know, background to it. And there has to be originality. Exactly. And that's where it, that's what I think lacks in a lot of this this machine garbage that we're always talking I mean, so much shit about. Is it just lacks originality? Some of those lines are you list- could play me throughout the day on Yeah, well yeah, perfect yeah. example right there. Like all those Blake Shelton lines that we listed are about trucks and beer and shiny trucks and hot women. Yeah. It's like Country music fucking catchphrases. But it's not it's not exclusive to Blake Sheldon. It's it's all these guys are just playing to this yeah. darty for those who don't know, day party, darty, listening to country music, drinking bush light, playing bags, thinking your country, and it's all just trucks and beer and fishing and it's no nothing no yeah. original thought has occurred in anything that's going on here it's just all pandering at any point during the recording process (laughs) and i mean and that's that's i mean to me what some of the best country music has is originality even if it's even if it's keeping those like traditional sounds and styles alive and it it still means that you have to take those traditional sounds and those traditional instruments that we're talking about and making a making a sound and making a song that's fresh exactly you yeah. know what i mean like a good example of that to me is mike and the moon pies with their latest record that shit was like fuck like just it sounds just so fucking clean and and perfect and it still like has kind of like that throwback honky tonk kind of sound and i mean that's just their sound too i mean they have their own sound but right. it's just like it sounds kind of traditional, sort of, and they use it's just fucking. But it's that shit's twenty nineteen. Like it's it's happening now. It's it's their it's their deal. It's not ripped off of somebody right, else. Right, right. Yeah, you know, it has originality. I guess is a short way of fucking putting that. So yeah, no, you're right. I'm just gonna I'm gonna take some hard shots here. I guess at some of those borderline artists. I'm just gonna take some shots at them. Okay. And take some shots. Take a chance. Luke Combs. You're ta- yeah. Do not. I have nothing prepared. I don't like Luke Combs. I think he has a bunch of really like good Luke songs. Combs. True country songs. But as a whole, I do not like Luke Combs. I, I think a lot of his songs, just as Garrett said, the meaning of them, the merit behind them, the stories are all cliche country. Not yeah. a big fan. No, okay? Not a big that. fan. 
Got a great dude's got a great voice. Great voice. And actually, I've seen talent. him live. Like before, before he kind of fucking blew up. I seen that dude live, and he he puts on a good show. I'll give him that. I was entertained. Yeah. You know, I wasn't I wasn't mad about it. But yeah, no, I I do agree. The song content definitely, definitely is fucking very repetitive yeah. with him. It, I think I think actually when uh, when I when he re- released that his most recent album. I listened to it at work or whatever, and uh, I was I was kind of keeping track. And there was one song on there, and particularly, like, actually, the one I enjoyed the most. Most and excuse me, it did not mention it did not say the word beer. Not That's once. incredible. I was like, wow, incredible, great work, Luke. Let's build on yeah. that. So yeah, no, you're. I mean, <laughs> I know a lot of people would fight to the death over this with me on. Me saying Luke Combs isn't, I don't like Luke Combs. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with enjoying it, but it's just like, because I mean, there's, yeah, okay. Like I said, if I walk into a bar or something and everybody's drinking and they play a Luke Combs song, I'm not going to be like, oh God, turn this no, off. No, yeah, but exactly. It's, like, it's fine. When you, when you, for example, a perfect example is me listening to that album. It's like, okay, my God, man. Like literally it's almost every three, three lines you're talking about cold beer. It's like, dude. You can do better. Yeah. You can no, do better. He, I don't hate you. You're not on. You're not on the offenders list yet for me. But like, you can do so much better. Uh, yeah, and like, and then on the other side of the line, if I'm talking about Chris Stapleton, he's he's on the good side of the line. You know, because when Chris Stapleton releases an album, there's one or two songs that are iffy. His radio songs, and they're they're not great, but they're still not terrible. And Chris Stapleton's worst Right, he's not he's not a horse. Uh, his worst songs are Luke Combs' best songs as far as merit goes. And <laughs> he he's on he's on the food he's side. He's on of the, the good line. side of the line. And Steel Drivers might have I, I always am gonna have a soft spot for Chris Stapleton because of Steel Drivers. But even putting that aside, it's it's not it's not you can't compare him and Luke Combs. It's just different. Luke Combs will have one or two good songs on an album full of not good songs. It's the exact opposite for people yeah. like Chris Stapleton. Yeah. Even John Party's last album right. was mostly good, mostly really good songs. So I don't know. He's he's probably on the line altogether as a whole from what he's done in the past, what he's doing now. John Party's right right on that line. Like he doesn't. Yeah, fall he he way. definitely got he 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 definitely uh, was a plus in my books after his most recent. Yeah, one. I, I I enjoy. I, Without shame, we'll say, and I enjoyed quite a few. No, songs definitely, but I mean, as a whole, when you you look at everything he's put out, it's like, yeah, he's definitely on the line. Oh yeah, he's had a he's had a couple that are he's on the line that are uh, questionable. He's, he's trying to pay school. bills. I get it. He's trying to pay bills for sure. But, for sure. I don't know. What do you have any like borderline guys like that? Where it's like they just fall this way, borderline just fall ones? that way. Um, John Party probably yeah, would be my answer, honestly. Um, and I mean, like Eric Church is on the good side of the line for me, as far as the mainstream goes. Um, can't disagree. Midland's on the bad side for me, just because simply of their the way that was constructed, they're built like a boy band, like, kind of they're, they're like, built like a boy band. Yeah, kind of like it's like a charade. Yeah. yeah, it's really tough. It's really tough. But I will say that. And again, without shame, I will say that I enjoy some of their music. 
It's not, like I said, I'm not going to be offended if I walk in and they're playing. I will be offended if I walk in and hear fucking, like, I don't know, Kane Brown or something. Then I'll be mad. But, no, they're they're definitely on the other side of the line for me. But, again, not the worst, as I have stated, I think, maybe once or twice. To... I guess I mean we should probably yeah, wrap up yeah, this little conversation, yeah, but I, I, uh, I had like something concrete figured out that I kind of like was gonna make my stand as far as this is what country music is, and so, to me, real country music is exactly that, it's real, which means real songwriting, real instruments, real content in the songs, songs that bring out real emotion from real people. Laughter, anger, curiosity, sadness, real emotion. Songs that tell stories, fact or fiction, that connect with people and entertain in a meaningful way. And the things that I just laid out are hard to find, I find I think, on mainstream charts and radio. Yeah. And it seems as though like some artists are worried about fucking Instagram likes and being yes-man puppets who only exist to line their pockets with mainstream machine money. And, like, the sad part is, like, even if that means at times making a mockery of the very genre and the traditions that they claim to have been raised on, you know, like all these artists putting out songs, talking about fucking Merle and george jones and john name dropping yeah, you know dude, how yeah, they do they, that and it's and it's like nothing and it's like nothing more than that it's nothing more than just a name drop just be like oh he talked about merle for a second that was cool this is a country song ain't wrong merle would be fucking sick yeah no that's exactly and like what as do. great and like i think a good point that grady made last week is like there, there's a lot of artists out there obviously that gauge the quality of the music solely off the number of hits or like radio plays or like whatever, right. you know, that's the part, that's the part that really pisses me off is like, there's artists that are totally not self-aware and just like, Oh fuck. Like it got, so, you know, it's, it's a smash hit on radio. Like it must be a good song. Eh, no, no, I, to me, no, that doesn't mean shit. Like, I mean, lately, like on radio now, now recently, like what we always bitch about, it's, doesn't mean a thing yeah. to me. Radio hit. It's almost an, it's an insult to your song if and it's on the radio. I was gonna say, as a matter of fact, it's usually a sign that I should stay yeah. away. <laughs> but I don't know. That to me, I just wanted to say that because that's kind of my little fucking thing that I'd figured. I out. appreciate that because I didn't have anything near that concrete, but that was a pretty good definition of of everything I wanted to say. That's what I, that's what I kind of stand for, anyway. If that makes any yeah. sense. And, I'll, I'll get into a little bit more of my criteria when we do our top five coming up after the break on on kind sure. of what yeah 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 so we're going to do a top five on on our worst offenders like the worst ones the worst of the worst the worst of which will probably end in which is hard to narrow it'll be down. a lot of ranting again <laughs> which I think is fun I I have fun doing it so I hope you have fun listening to it but we're gonna we're going to do that yeah it seems it seems when we do these podcasts just with the two of us we just blow off steam that we've pent up yeah over. definitely like, <laughs> over the series all right i was respectful for the last five cast. artists i gotta <laughs> fucking let uh, hell loose here but man 
Uh, well, yeah, we can't be sitting here blowing our lids when we got guests yeah. on. How dare. Just kidding. We're not. We're totally not being dicks. I don't feel like we've been dicks this whole time. I mean, maybe a little bit to Blake Shelton, but I think we're totally having a civil conversation about this and like making. Dude, we like pretty we reasonable like arguments. Made fun of Blake Shelton for ten minutes straight. We we're definitely dicks to Blake Shelton, but he deserved it. You know, yeah, he, he, okay, deser- he deserved. It. <laughs> we're total fucking dicks to Blake Shelton. All right, he we were dicks it. to Blake Shelton. Sorry, okay. Blake. No, I'm not sorry at all. Um, but before we get into our top five worst, which, which I'm, I'm greatly, greatly looking forward to, uh, we do have more music coming up back from Kelsey Walden, right? We do have more music and we're speaking of talking about real country music. We're going to play you another Kelsey Walden tune. This one is titled Kentucky 1988. And it was a great uh, year. She, this, this, uh, this, this, you got to go check out this most recent album, White Noise and White Lines. It is one of my favorites it is in my daily rotation um actually uh released by john prime's uh record label oh boy records oh yeah um and i think she signed in like may on like in like may 2019 with them didn't waste no time putting out this album because that came out in october um she was but yeah this one's a bit of an autobiographical oh i will mention too that Kelsey was o- O Boy Records' uh, first signing in 15 years. Really? So, I mean, that tells you right there the quality of what we're what we're spinning for you today. But uh, if she is not on your radar, I absolutely not recommend. Insist you you fix that. Starting with uh, White Noise and White Lines from earlier, yep. and uh, of course now. Kentucky 1988. So uh we're just going to we're just going to cut the crap here and get spinning that for you. So this is Kentucky 1988 from Kelsey Walton.
Kentucky 1988 by Kelsey Walden. And as I said before, if she is not on your radar yet, you need to fix that right now. One of my favorites. She is fucking awesome. And uh, definitely yeah, definitely check out her website and check out when she's coming your yeah. way. Because if you can get out a, to a show of hers, I am just know that I am incredibly jealous. And you better do it or I'm going to be mad. He's going to hold you accountable. He will find you. Yeah. I will. I will. You have to, all of you have to go to the show and take a video, a short video or a short respectful video for me. And send oh, it to God. Me on Twitter. That brings me back nightmares of no, when you did that. No, no, I'm, no, I'm kidding, but also do it. Um, we're going to get into a segment. We're going to wrap this up fairly soon, but we are going to leave you with our top five for this episode, which we have not done in a little while. Um, but as, as, uh, we did once before, it's kind of going to be our bottom five. definitely going to be our bottom five. I'm so excited. It's bottom five. It's not really a top five. It's five. It's the five Five worst. So, um, the five worst offenders. Offenders of of country music like like really as we've said before making country like offensive songs about country music the truck the truck talkers mm-hmm. the cold beer drinkers the, the truck talkers sitting on the tailgate and fishing till the sun comes up the slide the slide on over girl dude the, the Blake Shelton God, I hate that. yeah. that's the worst one slide on over <laughs> man he didn't even make my list so no he's I'm not even going to say okay, he's one well, of the worst he probably 
as much as we bashed him early. He didn't even. He probably could have if we if I if I had if I he hadn't have known could've. that we were doing that segment it's pretty, earlier, he probably would have been on there. But it's like okay, Blake, you had pretty, enough. Like yeah, I mean we've given him enough, and also it's pretty hard. It's to so hard. Down it's five. impossible. I struggled with. It's this. so impossible. So, I have. I mean, I'm just giving you the first five that pretty much came to my head because I was, and I mean, whatever order in they're in, that's just yeah. the way it is. I so. mean, it's so impossible to narrow it down that I have like five honorable mentions, but it's really like one honorable mention because they're all the same fucking person. Um, I would love if you would start this off with. I'm going to mentions. start. This off. Yeah. First. So basically, the first step in me making my list was I went to the Billboard Top 100 from. 2019 and looked at all those artists and and i saw the same artist five times just pop up it was crazy like the same exact artist popped up five times by different pseudonames the first one is chris lane came in at 26 and at 24 chris lane came in again at the name of jordan davis i don't know who that is but it's i think it was chris lane again yeah keep keep in mind that this this is all the same this is the same person yeah and then stuff out it's and the then same the same guy. guy came in again at number four by the name of Thomas Rett. And mm. and just looked the exact same as the other two. Sounds the exact same as the other two. So it's just the same guy. And Sam right. Hunt, same guy again, just at number 39. Uh, and then the last one is just a really easy uh, guy to make fun of is Mitchell Tenpenny at 28. Again, it's just the same five guys came in. You know, they're just making music under different names, I think. It's the only way. Because they have the, just the douchey hair and uh, in one torn of up the, jeans and a beard. And it's like, in one of the, it's the same fucking person. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt you. In one of my first... No, no, no. I was interrupting. In one of my first few months with that Twitter account that I run, I I did a lot of shit talking, which is which is fine. But I Mitch Mitchell Tenpenny, that guy's that guy's beautiful. You know who on Twitter um, hates him? I be- more than anybody. I believe. Oh, sorry. I believe at one point I tweeted and said that he sounds like an old mangy barn cat if it were in heat, and you took that sound and auto tuned it. Oh my god! Food for thought. This is not a recommendation to go listen to Mitchell Tenpenny. This is a recommendation to just listen to uh, In Heat Feral Barn Cat, uh, and you'll get the gist. It has to have mange. Most barn cats do. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my honorable mention. My honorable mention, I mean, one guy that's disguised as five guys. Uh, that's them. So enjoy those those guys down there. All right, I'm going to kick it off then with my number five, my fifth worst defender, and they should probably be up towards the top of this list, but I just don't know enough about them yet, is country boy band King Calloway. And like I said, I haven't even attempted to listen to the music outside of what I've seen on Grady Smith's channel. And from the article I read, I believe on Saving Country Music about them, they're like, I'm literally about as Nashville put together as it comes. I mean, the one guy's freaking dad is like the, either like the label owner or like the 
something like, like a big that. like yeah. shareholder in it or something. I don't know. He's got a shitload of money in there, and so wonder why that guy's in the band. Well, not for his musical abilities. That's, checks, sure. that's why. No, no. Yeah, dude. No. So anyway, like I said, King Calloway. Yeah, I, I remember when they came out and they made their first song because there's so much buzz about this fucking boy band coming out. So I listened to their first song and I edited it down and put it on Twitter. And I, I think I lost a lot of followers that day for making people listen to that. I regret it. But just think. Think of how many times I had to loop that video to make my sarcastic video back. Think of my mental well-being when I did that. Yeah, people don't see the blood, sweat, and tears that goes into making those stupid I had to listen to that fucking thing like... I had to listen to it over and over and over. ...to make with the video I put out. You had to listen to it once? Give me a break. Like, here, here's a 30-second clip. Don't listen to it again. Shout out, think I'll just stay here and me on Instagram. That guy's probably got to listen to a lot of shit over and over and over again to yeah. do what he does. But great stuff, so, nonetheless. Oh, yeah, he's a good, great guy. About. So my number five uh, is here to ruffle some feathers because I just don't like him. I have a grudge against him. A lot of people like him, and I think that's the reason why, is Cole Swindell. <laughs> he is no better than anybody else, and people keep putting him into the good side mm. of, of things, and he's not fucking good. He's not good at all. It, I mean, he's coming out with just straight up pop country cliche trucks, beer, women, bikinis. It's every song that he makes is that's what it is about. And uh, I think the fact that people are starting to put him into not an offender's category just makes me more mad because uh, he's doing not good things for country music. He he's like that bro, that bro guy, younger guy, and. And it's calling to all those college kids that want a darty, and it, it's not good. It's not good for the, for the image, and he's my number five. It's not good. He's terrible. I know we're, I, man. I know we're trying to get through this relatively quickly, but you keep saying darty, and like, is that is that a thing? Like, what the what is what is that? You don't say you don't darty say that up, up here. I don't know. Darty? No, a dart yeah. is like a cigarette. So when you say darty, I party? think of like darts. Smoking darts, no, dude, dart so party, darty, I guess. Darty down here is, uh, so like in Iowa last weekend, it like was over 50 for the first time all, all year. So everybody starts to darty. Oh, so it's right. like day, it's a day drinking party. It's a day party. Party during the day, a darty. Why not? Why don't you just say day drinking? Like, like people. <laughs> Why does it gotta have a name? Why do you have to ask questions, man? Is, is it, it's a fucking <laughs> darty. Fuck I, I thought everybody knew. Is it? I don't know. All right, man. I don't know, man. We we should put we'll put out a Twitter poll once this episode comes out and see who knows what the fuck that is. Because I don't. Know. I will. I will be shocked if I'm in the minority kind of... on this one. I I'll I will be shocked. I don't know, man. I don't know anybody who has ever said darty. That is literally the first time, and you've said it multiple times here. So I was just a, keep I, a party I mean, during I'm the day. Sure it's I knew dirty, what it was. I, I don't know. I don't know the confusion here, but okay. It's not confusion. It's just like why? Like I don't. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, fair, fair. What's your fu- what's your number four, Mister? <laughs> darty is not a real thing. What is your number four? <laughs> well, speaking of dart, speaking of dartying, um. <laughs> Speaking of fucking 
beer trucks and daisy dukes and tailgates and red cups my number four is florida georgia as mike so lovingly calls oh florida, florida georgia, georgia. Road. um <laughs> yeah that's that's about all i need to say yeah, on that subject. yeah it doesn't need too much explanation all I right think number we can move on that's yeah. just that just uh number four for me he's a guy who started out he was an on the fence guy you know some good songs here some bad songs there and uh then he came out with a song called Dirt Road Anthem, which he just decided that he decided single-handedly that it's okay to rap in country songs in, in this version of Dirt Road Anthem. And it's Jason Aldean. He, he disrespects his fans. He disrespects country music on the regular. He thinks country music fans, or he thinks his fans don't care about the lyrics. They don't care about the meaning. And it's very apparent because all the songs are about drinking on a dirt road and taking your truck. Literally a thing he it, said. It's terrible. I don't like it. He's my number four. Yeah, we've covered that before, but if you're kind of new to this podcast, that is literally a thing he said. He pretty much yeah, thinks his fans Yeah, he does. Is it an actual quote? He thinks his fans are too stupid to think about the the meaning behind the lyrics so that he makes shitty songs. Yeah. Look yeah, it it's up. not good. Look it yeah, up. I, Real I, thing. I, number three for me is uh, a fellow when I seen that he was going to be on Austin City Limits with Coulter Wall. Well, not with Coulter Wall, but the same the same airing. Oh, as Coulter I know Wall. who this I is. Like, how in the living hell did that yeah. get organized in that fashion? But anyway, um, the guy who played before Coulter Wall, the guy who Coulter Wall showed what real country music is to his name yeah. is Kane Brown. And uh, he is my number three offender because he has that guy has no problem putting like edm dubstep country shit into his air quote country yeah. songs and uh that for that for that reason he is my that's favorite. a good one he he rightfully probably should have made my list but he he didn't i mean it's just so hard to narrow it down i'm glad he made yours my number three is a combination of two uh mm. two bands that I hold probably the least respect for for any bands out that are out there, and that's Old Dominion and Dan and Shay. They come in tied at number three because they're the same. They're the same shit. Oh. Uh, fruit. Yeah, I don't even know how to word this. Just garbage. Yeah, garbage. I don't know. They're. Uh, I don't know. Poppy. No attempt at being country. I. I don't think they're idiots. I don't think they're bad at making music but they're so disrespectful for trying to say that they're country and there's no reason for it so for that reason they're they're number three tied as the same level of shit garbage music well i'm (laughs) shit garbage (laughs) ass shit (laughs) oh we're just cussing now um (laughs) yeah yeah uh (laughs) My number two, I'm going to follow that right up with uh, Dan and Shay, oh of course. But, I mean, Old Dominion's a great one. Yeah, they are very similar. So you can pretty right. much make mine Old cool. Dominion and Dan and Shay, too. I'll just continue that sentiment <laughs> <laughs> make that my number two. That ass shit. Shit, that, garbage. That garbage Bull shit. <laughs> oh. Sounds like a junior high kid or like a, an elementary kid doing his first fucking swear yeah. word on the playground. Fucking garbage shit. <laughs> <laughs> we've been ranting for a while 
god. Yeah, I'm running out of fucking. We're like, I'm running out of. Running out of customers. Insults here. Uh. We said all, right. all ma. My my number Set two goes by no name other than Florida Georgia Road. Um. They they don't they don't have my respect mm. enough to call them by that by the, their real name. So Florida Georgia Road comes in at number two. <laughs> I just think they when they mm. once they came to be like everyone talks about how pop country has been going on for decades now, and it has sure. But once Florida Georgia Road came to be, it was they made so much money so fast, and those guys do not know how to even play a guitar. They just sing in twangy voices about. The same stuff we've been talking about: trucks, beer, girls. It, it, there's no meaning to their songs whatsoever, and then they just pop it up. Every album they come out with, every song, new song they come out with is popular than the last one, and it's not good. It's not good. They're they're a mockery of the genre of country music, and so many people saw them make so much money so fast that even some of the good guys started making shitty music. As and Florida Georgia Line just. They spearheaded the whole thing of that. They took us to the next level of, of awful music. And it's just because they made so much money so fast off of terrible shit. So they're my number two and they probably should be number one, but I do not like my number one at all. And he's going to be my number one for forever and ever as of now. My number one worst offender for me is Sam Hunt. This guy is, not only does he just have bad music, he just seems like a mega douche and just like an asshole. Like, dude got arrested for, like, driving loaded, going the wrong way on the freeway. Like, I mean, every, everybody makes yeah, mistakes. Okay. Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes, but come on, man. And then, I mean, he just seems like he came out with all this crap how Oh, I'm I'm inspired by Tyler Childers and more traditional country artists and this and that before he put out, I mean, his most recent shit. His most recent load of steaming manure. Came out and said how he's inspired by all of these artists today that are making, you know, making country music great again. And then he comes out with, like I said, steaming pile of manure that he recently came out with and for that just for i mean saying all that shit and then coming out with the same old crap you are my number one worst defender sam hunt yeah. i know you're not listening oh. but if you are come on man do better you can do better i know you can okay so that's a good one my before my number one i'm gonna give you my criteria kind of for this my number one is it sounds good Okay, if I'm going to listen to music, obviously you want it to sound good. That is a given. Number two is they don't bastardize the genre that they're playing in. And everybody I've mentioned so far bastardizes the genre that they're playing in. None more than this guy. Third, meaningful lyrics. Okay, I think that's what sets real mu musicians apart in all genres is meaningful lyrics not just the cliche bullshit uh that, that that you hear in every other song it's meaningful it's powerful it's going to give you emotions fourth 
one of my big ones, is it can be played live. You can play it live exactly how it's cut on the track. You don't need computers and and whatever those EDM guys use to just make the beat. You can play it live with real instruments. Uh, that's a big one. And then going off of that, my last criteria is they themselves can actually play the music live. And my number one has none of those qualities. In fact, in fact, he went on Good Morning America uh, with a guitar solo and no, no auto-tune, no nothing. So he can't hide behind everything he's used to hiding behind. And it just sounded like dog shit. He, he proved he did not know how to play the guitar. Why would you step on stage on national television knowing you don't know how to play the guitar with a guitar? It was not good. He couldn't sing. It did not sound good. He just hooped and odd and <laughs> terrible. And and then the lyrics were just <laughs> fucking dog shit. There he he just ripped off of every song from the nineties. And and this guy's Walker Hayes. And he he's the worst of the worst. He is the worst. He's the pinnacle of awful, offensive country music. I I don't know. I've said it all. I I could go on for forever. He's the worst of the worst for me. It's terrible. It's not good music. It is bastardizing country music as a whole. The fact that he gets radio playtime. Yeah. Okay, I'm done. Walker Hayes, number one. You're the worst. You are the worst, Walker Hayes. Come on our podcast and defend yourself if you want to. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Please do. Please do. I would love to. Hear, I would love to hear from any of these guys. Just like defend yourself. We can have a civil conversation. We're just blowing off steam right now. I'll we hand you my guitar. Play a song. about it for everybody to hear. Yeah, play us a tune. See how it goes. But okay, that was fun. That was a lot of ranting. Well, that was fun. We 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 kind of kind of let it all out for new for <laughs> for new listeners. Yeah, sorry. Honestly, sorry because yeah. that was a lot. Yeah, we, that was a lot. <laughs> we did. We had like eight negatives I mean, per one positive yeah. of, of this episode. So, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No, it definitely was kind of a kind of a negative one, sort of. God, but I love bitching. I love. Bitching I don't think about we were too. Stuff, though. It's so much. I'm fun. just. Well, sometimes sometimes you gotta just you you gotta just blow off some steam. But uh, more, most importantly, I think we we definitely made our stand as <laughs> where far as uh, where we draw where we draw our boundaries around the genre. Right, right between the horse and the chicken. Like, as man. I said, as I said earlier, I mean, there's there's no right or right or uh, there's no right or wrong answer. Well. There is kind of, but there's no there's no right or wrong way to have your own beliefs. But here's ours. The end of the day, here is ours. Yeah, that's the these these are our opinions, and uh, yeah, it's our podcast. <laughs> you don't have to agree with us. No. That wasn't part of the deal. But uh, now, at the end of the day, I mean, we're here to promote promote the artists that we feel are doing the genre of country music justice and uh the people that we believe should be getting the attention that some of these ones that we've just mentioned are getting for not having the same quality of music so that's why we're here that's why we do what we do 
That's why we sit on Twitter and make stupid memes and have discussions with people and whatever else. I mean, that's what we that's what we do, man. So um, funny. Uh, one thing I did want to mention, but you notice that all of the ones of the worst offenders are guys. Too. Every single one. They're all like these same, all these same dudes with like the dumb haircut and like the skinny jeans and like are just <sighs> like I said, pup puppets, just puppets that it yeah. couldn't construct a construct a college level <laughs> essay, let alone a decent song. Hey, turning um, me, turning me, turning me, turning me, turning me, turning me on. <laughs> Please stop. Put that in an essay. <laughs> yeah okay well you know what we should probably wrap this one up we're getting we actually went on quite a while today we took a huge break on a couple of those yeah we did it's okay um but thanks for listening to us bitch yeah we should have um it's been a while also got to do some cussing again you know that's my favorite but I try to keep it down when we have guests because you never know how they're going to respond to it. Maybe they like cussing. I like I like to cuss. I was, they... I'm relieved. You know, I, I feel like a, a weight has been lifted off my shoulders. <laughs> it's how I talk. It's how I talk. You guys have ever watched Trailer Park Boys when, when Ricky's in court and he says, listen, I can't fucking speak without swearing. There you go. So if, if you won't let me cuss in court, then all of these guys are <laughs> fucked. That's how I feel. <laughs> there you go. That's how I feel. There you go. But uh, yeah, you know, this was fun. This was fun. I hope you guys enjoy it. I hope uh, hope you enjoyed our artists. We got one more for you, but again, I mean, Kelsey Walden, one of my favorites. John Moreland, absolutely incredible talent. Definitely one of my um, favorites. There, yeah. that's country. You know what? There's bro country, but that shit, Kelsey Walden, John Moreland, that's country. Bro. Ah, nice. <laughs> Ah, all right we're, we're gonna leave you with a john marlin song here um this, oh, will, yeah. oh before you start before you start i just i do want to say if you guys enjoy what we do if you enjoy the music on here please Definitely. go leave us a review on apple podcasts it really helps us out we will uh forever be in your debt if you go leave us a good review on apple podcasts jump on twitter and tell yeah. us what you want to hear if you're, on the show. If you're, if you're, and uh, we will, we will do our Blake best Shelton to make it happen. Fan, though, probably, probably don't do that right now. <laughs> no, bring, I don't care. Bring the conversation. I don't care. We'll have, we'll talk about it. We can talk about we, it. We dug ourselves a hole with that guy. <laughs> ah, yeah. Ah, we're gonna have all the Blake, like, do like, um. Does he have like a fan base that calls themselves a name? I'm something? sure they. I'm I don't sure know. They're gonna come at us probably. Whatever. Okay. Um, we can take it anyway. Anyways, we we're gonna leave you with as as I was saying earlier. Um, John Moreland just came out with this new album, LP Five, probably about a month ago, and his first track on that is called Harder Dreams, and uh, it's a really good one. It's a little long. It's like four four minutes and something, but don't quite exit out of the podcast yet. Listen to this one. He, he's a real poet, and uh, listen to the story behind this one. It's called Harder Dreams. Thank you all so much for listening to us. Take a load off Fanny here, and uh, it, it was fun. I had fun. If you didn't like listening to us, I'm sorry. Try again next week. Try again. Next come back week. next but week. This one's we'll... John Moreland. Yeah, listen to this one through and through. 
<laughs> if you feel the need at the end, leave us a review. Subscribe to our Apple, what, whatever, however that works. But this is Harder Dreams by John Moreland.
watching Wars on television <laughs> 